Well, our moms think we're funny. Well, so, how, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> well, you normally, you normally say, and we're rolling. Or, or like, the, you know, the microphone is hot or something or like... <laughs> Uh, something okay. So we so, so, so how we, about that coronavirus, huh? Um, I mean it. <coughs> I mean it's it's uh as long as it stays in China, I just <coughs> you okay? Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm feeling 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 feeling, oh. feeling feeling good. Oh, it's in China. Oh shit! I order everything off of Wish. Oh no. <laughs> oh shit! You did just give me that brand new T-shirt too. If, if you get any like if you get any like dollar bongs or dildos, don't use them for a while because. Oh no. <laughs> That uh, that 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 uh, Save Australia dildo is supposed to be pretty cool. I didn't know they made a Save Australia dildo. Yeah, I was listening to it on uh, the was it some more news, even more news podcast. Uh, <laughs> oh, I always get the YouTube channel and the, and the the podcast like when, <laughs> right. So I just say them both that way. I'm not. But anyway, they were talking about that. There's a uh, there's like somebody's making a like a Australian like uh, wildfire dildo and. Uh, is that like a koala on it or a kangaroo or something? Okay. Anyway, anyway it, uh, like the proceeds all go to, I think, I don't know if it's the proceeds or the sales, like all the sales. Because, mm. I mean, that's a big difference. People yeah, like, huge difference. Like when people say, you know, all of our profits, yeah, but your your profits after you've marginalized everything out could be like five bucks. We made five bucks in profits after we paid this person, did yeah, this and yeah. did this. And then it's like all of our proceeds, proceeds, same thing. We say all our sales, that's different. Yeah. So I think it's their sales, but I'm not entirely sure. Uh, what, what's your take on the chick who's, who, uh, well, I don't want to say she sold her nudes, but the chick who exchanged her nudes for donations to Australia. We talked about that. We did? Yeah, we okay. talked about it in the last podcast. That's right. That's right. Okay. Because so her, her boyfriend broke up with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Okay, we did about talk about that. what a piece of that. shit he was. Yeah. Um, you know, lo- looking back over it, I don't know if it was actually her boyfriend or if it was just a guy she was interested in, but whoever it was, he stopped talking to her. Yeah, he's still a piece so, of shit. Yeah, oh, he totally is. He totally is, but yeah, okay. I, I couldn't remember if we talked about that oh, on my. Oh no, I'm in love with the Instagram star, <laughs> who, who's who's only. I mean, because we talked about this already. I know you're but, an Insta thought, but I didn't know you were that kind of Insta thought. Right, it's like the only reason I know you is because you post pictures of yourself. You know, attract. I'm not gonna say sexual or new, but attractive pictures of yourself. Because that's what I mean. That's what I know you for is mm-hmm. attractive pictures of yourself. Um, so I only see you. I, I only have interest in you physically. Yeah. Because I yeah. don't really know who you are. And even if you tell me something about yourself, you're only telling me stuff you want me to know, which could or could not be true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for all I I mean, to me, they're more Garrick than Garrick. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so and it's like, and now like, oh, no, I don't want to. I don't want to be associated with you if that's what you're going to do. I'm like, OK, fine. I won't be associated with you either. Right. Like at, at this point, I think she could probably have her pick of of suitable partners. I think at any point she could have her pick of suitable oh, yeah, partners. Yeah, oh, she's an attractive girl. It's funny though. After she did that, there was some porn star who was inspired by her noble action and tried to do the same thing. It was like you know, oh, if you you know send a screenshot of a ten dollar donation to Australia, I'll send nudes. And somebody just commented on her post. They're like. You're a porn star. I've seen you raw dogged by five dudes at a time. What could you possibly have to show me in a nude that I have not already seen? <laughs> now she did like a like a five minute personalized like request thing. Like, right. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I want to see you. You know. And I went. Her, her heart was in the right place. I appreciate what she tried to do, but I just thought it's like yeah, it's a good point. <laughs> I'll be like, okay. It's like here's my ten dollar donation. What I like to do is watch you cut onions topless for the next for five minutes. <laughs> 
Like, is that going to turn you off? It turn you on, but like, no. <laughs> no, I... <laughs> I'm just it's, an awful person. Right, it's just, it's just the most mundane thing I can think of. You know, why topless? Why not? Because <laughs> I'm paying $10, that's why. <laughs> and the next thing you know, it'd be like, the latest craze in porn, you know. <laughs> porn stars cutting vegetables bought naked. Rule 34, man. If you can think of it, it's on the internet and people are jerking off to it. It's like... And it's like, at first I saw her that cucumber, I was like, oh, I know what she's going to do with that. And then she just washed it and put out a cutting board and just started <laughs> dicing it up. Uh, it wasn't what I expected, but damn, if it wasn't erotic. My fetish is seeing women make sandwiches. Tops. <laughs> oh, no, I don't want to eat the sandwiches they make. I, I don't really care for sandwiches. <laughs> Not really a sandwich guy, but I just like masturbating to them, that's all. <laughs> Especially those spicy chicken sandwiches. Looking all sexy. <laughs> Damn, son. I said, God damn. Oh. Okay, so I, I have, a, I have a, something for you here. Okay. Um, okay, so you're, uh, you're driving home late one night. Uh, it's dark. You're on a back road you haven't been before. It's raining. road's kind of slippery. You lose control, crash your car, and, and you pass out. But is it funny? Do I do it in a really funny way? Uh... Well, it's really kind of hard to say because normally people watching you crash your car would be the ones that say it was funny, you know. Yeah. Like if you like if like when you lost control, you saw a tree. If you went, oh, <laughs> you, you know, tree. Or, no, so uh, so you crash your car. You I wait. Like Aichiwawa, here we go. <laughs> Not another tree. <laughs> <laughs> Who else but a Kobe? <laughs> so, uh, so you wake up um, in bed in some strange house. And there's a guy uh, there who's like, you know, I rescued you. And he's a mad scientist. And he takes you to a place in his house and he opens up the door, pulls back the door. And there for his latest, like, uh, mad scientist experiment. And it is the most horrifying thing you have ever seen in your life. And you are just, just stricken by, like, how horrifying it is. What is it? And then, after looking at it for a couple of minutes... You turn to him and say, how can I help? My question to you is, what's behind the door? Jeez, uh, uh, that's that's a toughie. Because if it's really horrifying, like my, my default reaction when I see scary shit is to just like get out of there. It might, it might be scary. I mean, it could be like human centipede stage 12. <laughs> ear to ear um, <laughs> you know you ever play that telephone game <laughs> when now look at this banana banana look at that it works marvel of science well like as soon as you said just something terrifying to me of course i thought living doll and i just imagine him open the door and just be like well hey there doc who's this and it's like no no fuck no but if i'm gonna turn to him and say how do i help jeez most horrifying thing you've ever seen but then you look at me and say how do you help I finally get it. I finally get it. I don't understand why I've been so fucking stupid before. Right? Sex robots. This is a giant living doll. <laughs> That's why you are so against sex robots. Yes, Because that they're too. giant living dolls. Yes, that too. I can't believe it took me that long to put two and two and two together. <laughs> I mean, that also, but no, that's not the only reason, but because, yeah, I mean. Because one and one and one makes three. 
Okay, so hey. I turn to him and say, how do I help? Yes. I imagine that it would probably be... Something that has feet below down below his knees. <laughs> like, oh my god! <laughs> what is this thing you've created? <laughs> oh my god, you got juju eyeball! <laughs> hey, feet down below your knees? What kind of monster are you creating here? Man, I don't know what they were hopped up on that day, but it had to be some good shit. <laughs> um, I imagine it would probably be some kind of, like, pumpkin head type monster. Just like some, like, gross, like, mucousy, sinewy, muscular, wiry beast thing that just doesn't look at all human. But it's still alive. Because, I mean, I, I know that, like, just, like, as a kid and, like, being at the zoo and just seeing, like, these crazy awesome animals, but then they get, like, really close to you and you realize, wow, this is an ostrich, but it's so big it could easily kill me. And just having that moment of, like, that's actually kind of scary. Right. Or, or, like, you know... Like, going to the old, like, dinosaur museums and seeing, like, the animatronic velociraptors. I don't know if you've ever had, like, an experience like that. But just having that moment of, like, you know, if this thing were real, I'd be scared shitless. <laughs> I would be scared out of my mind. So, I think seeing something like this pumpkinhead type creature, but then, turns out, it's intelligent and can communicate. And wants to, like, do whatever the mad scientist tells it. That, at that point, realizing, oh... You know, I can talk to this thing, and I can establish a rapport and a friendship with this thing. I'd be scared shitless of it, but it's like, hey, I could actually make friends with this, and I could get revenge on all of my enemies and, like, rob a bank with it. Calm down there, Tammy and the T-Rex, all right? <laughs> what, what was that Whoopi Goldberg movie where she teamed up with the, with the uh, cop? Theodore Rex. Theodore Rex, yeah, there we go. <laughs> that's, that's what I want. <laughs> Interesting. I want that scene where she's like, you gotta dress up in plain clothes so nobody knows you're a cop. And then he dresses up in, in plain clothes and she's like, now you look like a cop. And it's like, that that was the exact opposite of what he was supposed to do. <laughs> that was Whoopi Goldberg giving zero fucks about that movie. <laughs> oh, are you gonna sue me? You're gonna sue me to make me star in this piece of shit movie? And he's like, oh yeah. Don't, don't expect my, don't expect my A game here. <laughs> I'm gonna, I tell you, I'm gonna go so low on the acting, you're gonna have to create a whole new alphabet. <laughs> Whew, yeah, yeah, no, so I, I think that would probably be it, because otherwise, you know, if it were something, like, just purely demonic, or if it were, you know, like, living dolls or something, I would just want to get the fuck out of there. There's no situation where I'd be like, you know, I can get behind this. I've never seen animatronic velociraptors. Really? Um, you know, Roanoke, no, not Roanoke, there's, oh, shit. There's some kind of museum that occasionally brings them through. I went to go see uh, dinosaurs on ice once. <laughs> but it was actually just dinosaurs skating around on ice. I actually expected to see a bunch of dead dinosaurs. <laughs> I guess that's what I get for not reading the fine print. Well, there you go. Yeah, no, if uh, if they ever do the uh, the dinosaur experience, um, I'll, I'll let you know. Because it's, it's pretty interesting. Because, you know, they're, they're doing it their best approximation of what they would be at that size. And just to to have those things like turn and look at you, it's like, whoo! I actually did go see. I did, did go see like the walking with dinosaurs hmm. animatronic thing. Yeah, which was kind of cool. Uh, at one point, there there's a somebody went to get up to go get snacks. Whenever they kind of say like, once the show starts, please don't leave your seats because you know this is a whole show experience. Right. And the person got and the person controlling the T Rex. Like swung the head around <laughs> right to where this guy was. They were moving. It was like just roared at him. It was kind of awesome. <laughs> That's metal. I like that a lot. So yeah. So how about you? Um, 
Uh, I, I really don't have anything. I, which I, because I was proposing more to you. I was like, I don't really know what okay. what what they could show me in there. Um, that I'd be like, you know, okay, like, I don't know. <laughs> okay, because so, if I just, like say something horrifying, to where I'd be like, you know, at first I'm like, no, this is this is all kinds of wrong, and I'm like, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. I think I could get behind a lot of Lovecraftian shit. Just because that that explains and opens up a lot of stuff about the universe where it's like, well, you know what? We're all screwed anyway. <laughs> so. Um, okay, you know what? Uh, you know that Cthulhu, you say never he hears now, so. I was going to say, uh, if it was like some Island of Dr. Moreau's type stuff. Huh. I could see that really just being like, whoa, 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 whoa. But then the more I think about it, but like, hmm. <laughs> the research you could get from this, where I wouldn't have to necessarily turn people into animals, but maybe we could adapt certain things from animals. Like, oh, I don't need to look like, you know, like a fish man, but maybe you could then adapt something to, you know, where like I could, you know, have gills. I don't know, Doc. I keep cutting gills into these homeless people and they just bleed out and die. <laughs> what am Come I on. doing wrong? Okay, wait. Now... <laughs> Were they on land when you did this? <laughs> Good idea. I'll take them underwater. <laughs> there you go, son. See, that's part of being a scientist. <laughs> you don't. You don't just stop. You think of new ways. Uh, okay. So here, here's my uh, hypothetical for you. Um, okay. All right. So. Uh, no, I'm not thinking of, like, the Marvel Cinematic Thor. I'm thinking the original Thor comics from the 1960s. You have this paleontologist, or, uh... He's an archaeologist. What was he? What was the original Donald Blake? Uh, a surgeon? He was a surgeon? Yes. Oh, shit. See, it's been... Wait. <laughs> you thought, had him being, like, Indiana Jones. No, yeah, I thought that he, like... I thought that he found the cane, like, on, like, an archaeological dig. It's been a long-ass time. He found time. it in a, in a cave, um... What? And I don't remember what he was doing in the cave. Excuse uh, me, old hell. I guess masturbating. <laughs> looking for looking for Iron Man or whatever. <laughs> it's like, oh, he found a box of scraps. <laughs> uh, now he was in a cave, like I don't know, hiding from the storm or something, ditching next girlfriend or I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, so so that's my thing. Is like you are suddenly imbued with the powers of a god from oh, what else is now from an ancient uh, from an ancient pantheon. So my question is, you know, what god would you want to have the powers of? What pantheon and why? Wow. Um, because you know, I, I know you've always wanted to like transform into a swan and have sex with somebody. So this is like the golden opportunity for that. Okay, what part of hey I'm gonna tell you a secret? <laughs> do you not seem to get? No, no, we're among friends here. I mean, like, what? Two people listen to the podcast. So yeah, they yeah. actually had both my friends, so. <laughs> um. So, hey, everyone, we're back. We had to pause real briefly. Yeah. Yeah. Turk had to do some damage control, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, we're back. And, uh, oh, you were asking me. Yeah. Um, like, what I would do in that situation. Um, no, you asked me a different question, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, I asked you uh, if you were to be imbued with the powers of a god, what god would you choose, and from what pantheon, and why? Oh, man. See, I don't know my gods that well. I, uh, I guess that does kind of limit you to, like... Jesus? 
no. Um, I don't. I don't know my gods that well, so I have to really think about, um, like, uh, what god would I? So I know like Hercules and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. So he was the son of Zeus, which is the one who turned into a swan to bang women. Mm-hmm. He's basically Thor. And a goat. And a goat, yeah. And so probably several other animals, if I recall correctly. Zeus had the power of thunder and rape, which is coincidentally the name of my next heavy metal album. So. Wow. <laughs> Um, yeah, you're you're putting you're putting so many heavy metal bands together, I, <laughs> right? <laughs> I think you're gonna have a hard time like, kind of keeping them all separate. Get me on Kickstarter. <laughs> um, uh, Zeus was the son of Kronos, who uh, he's basically like the father god of that uh, pantheon, and he ate his young. No, well, that's what America does. Oh yeah. Um. That, that's about it <laughs> really well wow, nice. thank you Man, that so was you comprehensive can, you can take your pick out of that <laughs> wow okay. now, there was uh, there was Hermes who was the messenger god mm-hmm. my man witch <laughs> a d- different different Hermes sorry oh man see like the problem is I'm getting I'm getting my uh, Roman gods and my Greek gods mixed up it's been a long time since I've worried about this stuff um, I know. See, the only one I can say I I know would be, uh, like I know Hercules. You know, obviously I know Thor and stuff, but I know Hercules and um, Thor and like I don't really know that much about Balder, the um, the brave. Yeah. Uh, so I'm like I don't, I don't know. That's that's kind of tough. And then then you've got gods like you've got like Chinese gods and you've got like <laughs> African gods. gods. Yeah, they do. <laughs> you just want to be Bruce Lee reincarnated? Oh, and I see now that's one. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Ooh. That third eye would be, would be really interesting. Uh, you also have, like, the Babylonian gods and, uh, like, the Sumerian gods, and there's a lot of overlap with them with, uh, like, the Egyptian gods, and actually some of the Greek gods, too. Um, like, a, a lot of the, like... Oh, like Zul. Uh, uh, I don't know. If, was Zul a legitimate one? I don't remember. Uh, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure Zul... Some oldie Babylonian god, Sumerian, not Babylonian. There's right. a big difference. <laughs> Well, like, um, with uh, with the ancient Babylonians, you have, like, uh, Semiramis, who was the mother god, and um, uh, Nimrod, which his name was around before he was actually, uh, no, no, not Nimrod, Marduk. You have Marduk, who was, like, the father god, and he was, like, the god of the hunt, and uh, uh, he, he was actually, like, he's actually pretty closely connected to Gilgamesh, so if you ever read, like, the Epic of Gilgamesh... Gilgamesh was like this demigod, pretty much where Hercules got its inspiration from. Gilgamesh was this uh, demigod who decided to go out and uh, fight evil monsters and kill evil gods, and so he fought like Hua, the flood monster, and several others. It's been a long ass time since I've studied any of this. I'm just gonna go with Hercules. Just gonna go with Hercules. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's the only one I, I can say I know. I'm just gonna go with Hercules. <laughs> I mean, you know, half man, half god. All awesome. Uh, I, I I I don't. I'm so wait. So he's he's half man or half mortal, half god. Yeah. But he's immortal, right? 
Or if he died, he'd become a, a immortal god? I really don't know how Hercules works. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, because... Well, the whole Hercules story is his ascension into becoming fully god, right? I don't know. I just know that he had to go through the labors... Um, and it was just like, I remember Zeus was going, just, just breathe, Hercules. <laughs> You're almost there, buddy. Just keep it going. <laughs> um, so, uh, I don't really know, um, hmm. much about, um, Heracles. Would, uh, would the Monkey King count as a Chinese god? Uh, probably. Like, I don't, I mean, like, I would, I would think that, like, an actual god has to be, like, you know, worshipped and prayed to at some point in history, and I don't think anybody ever really prayed to the Monkey King. I think he's more like a Robin Hood figure. Like, he's, he's like a myth, but he's not mythology, if that makes any sense. But do you have to, do you have to, like, pray to all the gods, like, or is it, is it one of those things where, like, I get my power from your belief in me, you don't have to actually pray to me or worship me. But, and that's why the monkey god does things. So you have to see him and then be like, oh, yeah, I, I, I see him. I know of him. So I know that, yeah, I know he exists. And then that, that powers him that, you know, or empowers him. Uh, I don't know. Cause he kind of worked like without any kind of belief or approval. He just decided one day, you know, I'm pretty awesome. I'm going to ascend to godhood. So he like, he like traveled to heaven and basically was like beating on the gates of heaven and was telling all the other gods he was like you guys gotta let me join you you gotta make me a god and they were like no what are you doing okay first off if you can travel to the gates of heaven just like i'm gonna go to heaven just gonna travel there on my own you 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 probably don't need to get the powers of a god you, you're, <laughs> yeah, he you're was, pretty close to being there already well he was yeah he was already like insanely powerful before he ascended to godhood because he was like that that's the whole thing of like being born fully formed out of a head of a rock just like a rock just like split open and the monkey king was born and so he protected all the other monkeys but then he was like i want to be a god so okay. so he basically did and so again if you just happen to be born from a rock <laughs> <laughs> then there's something about that just says that hey i'm, I'm kind of already you know doing pretty good he's he is the most overpowered fictional character like he's he's enough to like destroy superman he's enough to destroy goku whoever you want to take your pick one punch man monkey king has him licked he's he is insanely powerful that whole thing with like lobo like back in the day when every drop of blood would form a different lobo like monkey king came up with that he he would like rip his hair out of his head and throw it and every single hair would turn into a monkey king clone with all of his exact powers how would he get rid of them all I think he just dismisses him. I think it's like a summoning spell. He would just, you know, get rid of him once he was done. Hmm. It was ridiculous. And um he he like went to the he went to the castle of the Dragon King at the bottom of the sea and he got this like magic staff that could grow to any size that he wanted. So, he could basically just like form this thing the size of a telephone pole and it would weigh like thousands of tons and he would just like smash stuff. Like Chitara. Ah, uh, Chitara. From the Thundercats? Oh, I'm, I'm not super familiar with Thundercats. <laughs> well, there's a new one. There's a new Thundercats cartoon coming on Cartoon Network. You should probably check that out. That'd I hear tell it's excellent. It'd probably tell you everything you need to know about the about the, the Thunder, Thunder, <laughs> Thunder, Thundercats. Okay, Imagine Dragons. What? <laughs> That's the way the, 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 the TV show went. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, not the TV show, but the theme song. Thunder, so. Thunder, Thunder, Thundercats. 
you know, uh, just because I like his aesthetic, I would, I think I would go with uh, Anubis in that situation. Oh, see, now that's not the Egyptian gods. I forgot all about the Egyptian gods, man. The Egyptian gods are the coolest looking ones. But I, because I was like, I, I was like, I don't really know. You didn't even offer those to me as possibilities. <laughs> you purposely kept those from me. I said any god. But when, any I was, point when, in when I was like, yeah, I'm trying to think of Salmonera, like, oh, I can't think of any either. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm going go with Anubis. <laughs> you're Anubis shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's working quite the way it did in your head. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Yeah, no, Anubis is pretty awesome. Um, who else did they have? They had the the uh, goddess of the Nile who had the head of a frog. I don't believe this exists. <laughs> oh, can't... the goddess of the Nile. Yeah. Not Denial. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Um, shit, who else did they have? They had the goddess with the head of a cow. But, I, no, she was, yeah, she was like nature in the harvest. Oh, uh, yeah, no. Anubis was definitely the coolest one. Well, no, because there was Ra. There was Ra, the, the sun, sun god. god, and he had the head of the hawk, no right? Huh? He, I think he had the head of a hawk. I think. Maybe? Yes? No? See, if I, if I stick with using Anubis, then people are just going to go back to accusing me of being a furry. And I can't deal with another controversy at this point in my political career. And, and by people, he means me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Turkish people. <laughs> Turk is made of people! God damn it! He beat me again! He said he changed the recipe! <laughs> you jerk! You can't set yourself up for your own joke! That's not how that works! I do all the time with that's what she said. And I don't even mean to. It's not like I'm pulling a Michael Scott where I just have this like pre-made list so I can fit it in. That's what she said. It just happens naturally like that. Yeah, happens naturally. <laughs> then what's that notepad for? <laughs> That's what happened in an episode of The Office. <laughs> he was like, he was like, oh, that looks really heavy, ladies. You need any help? That's what she said. And they were like, have you been planning on using that all day? And he was like, what? No, and they're like, what's the notepad for? And he's like, nothing, and somebody takes it and starts reading it off. And they're like, really? You just you just write these out at the beginning of the day? He's like, yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Hillbilly Horror Show. Okay, this looks interesting. Uh, that's from 2014, <laughs> and it looks like it's made to be... You know what? I was, I was going to... Ooh, a Virtual Fighter cartoon? Ooh. Really? And it looks just as good as the graphics of Virtual Fighter. Now, I'm gonna, sorry, I'm gonna watch some Cadillacs and Dinosaurs anime <laughs> series. It's Cadillacs and Dinosaurs. Who could ask for more? Ah, not me, dude. Not me. I like that the T Rex has like full length arms. <laughs> the only well, that could be better is if he had like human hands at the end. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody, I'm Larry, the piano playing T Rex. But hey! Master, <laughs> you've seen Meet the Robinsons, right? Uh, nah. You've never seen Meet the Robinsons? No, I heard it was good. Oh, it's it really is good. But the the bowler hat guy puts a bowler hat on this T Rex, and he tries to get the kid. But the kid's like in the the outside the house where like one wing meets another. It's like a this corner. So he's in the corner, and the dinosaur keeps trying to get to him. But when he puts his head down, his head gets stuck. It gets it's too big for the corner, yeah. so he can't get to where the kid is, and his <laughs> arms can't reach. And he's like, "Get him!" And it's like it's telling you what he's saying. He's like, "You know, master." And he's like, "What's the problem?" He goes, "I got a big head and little arms." And he goes, "I'm not sure how well this plan was thought out." 
All right, Tarek. So Cadillacs and Dinosaurs, does it rock or does it suck? Uh, it just started playing. That was a test, Tarek, and you passed. <laughs> Damn right I did. <laughs> I, I love this guy's flat top mullet combo. I was about to say that, yes. <laughs> and the blades on his shoulder that are not cutting his shoulder. This is so 90s. The chick is hot. You know, the comic book was, was pretty cool. Oh, they, I remember this it. was a comic? Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. I, I gotta think check I, that out. I think I have the first issue of it. <laughs> I couldn't tell you who it was by, though. Um, maybe it might have been Epic? Wow. Like an okay. Epic imprint? <laughs> the animation is horrible. This is really badly animated. But uh, you know, if you're if you're going to be in the jungle full of dinosaurs, be sure to wear a, a crop top. Hmm. Well, yeah, you got to look sexy. Well, of course. Oh, that I would I would have that logo on a T-shirt. That's really cool. A T-Rex skull and crossbones. I'll only slow you down. You're right. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> She's not gonna be needing this water either. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. So, who? What other pantheons are we missing? Um, the Japanese actually had some pretty interesting gods. Oh, well, you know more about the Japanese gods. Um, I can't remember a lot of their names because they're Japanese names and I suck like that. Um, I know there was, like, uh, Susano O Mikado, who, like... Oh, can you, can you just say thank you, Turk? Thank you, Turk. Okay. What? <laughs> uh, because I, I was, I was going to make fun of you, but I was like, you know what? I'm not going to after all. <laughs> we're, we're partners here and... You know, so I mean that that's like the only the only one whose name I remember, but he was like he found the grass cutter sword. If you're familiar with the legend of grass cutter, um he he found the sword in the tail of an eight headed dragon. It's a pretty cool legend. I've never heard of it. Oh. it sounds interesting though. It, yeah, like it it's like a magic sword. It's basically like the Japanese equivalent of Excalibur, but like whatever whenever they would slice the sword through the air, it would change the direction that the wind was blowing. So originally it was called, like, the sword that moved to the clouds or something like that. But then, um, generations later, a warrior had the sword, and his enemies tried to trap him by setting the field that he was riding through on fire. So he just started cutting the grass down so there wouldn't be any to burn. So he changed the name of the sword to Grass Cutter. Oh, because that's much cooler. Yeah, way, way cooler than the sword of the clustering clouds or whatever. No, it's not. But... <laughs> Uh, Stan Sakai actually did a, an Usagi story about Grasscutter. It was it's like one of his be- uh, one of his best known books, but it's uh, it's really cool. That was how I learned about the legend. But um, yeah, so you could be uh, Susano and be like a swordsman who kills dragons. Would you cry for me? Would you cry for you? Yeah. Oh, Susano, <laughs> Su- Susano, <laughs> and like the Adam and Eve figures in Japanese mythology are really interesting because like. Like I, um, basically the way ja- the Japanese mythos works is that like there was the Adam and Eve figures who were basically gods, and then they just gave birth to like millions and millions of lesser gods, and so like basically every generation that gave birth had less and less deity until you had humans. So basically, the Japanese ancient belief was that they descended directly from the gods. Uh, way to water down the human race folks <laughs> have you ever heard of incest come on that could have been a nut shit god with like <laughs> one eye looking up and the other one like in the back of my skull 
But I would have powers, damn it. Invest in incest. More like wincest. Um, but yeah, so it's like... It's like, I mean, why bother dating someone that you've only known for a couple of months when you can date this person you've known your whole life? <laughs> you see him every family reunion. Um, but yeah, so like the the mother goddess, when she gave birth to the god of fire, his heat was so intense that it killed her in childbirth, so she descended into hell. And the father god, like, traveled down to try to save her, but because she ate the food of the gates of hell, then, like, the Satan figure wouldn't let her go, basically. It's it's pretty interesting. Wait, wait, wait. Because I happened to give birth to some fire generating, like, human, I automatically go to hell? Like, that's my fault? Well, I mean, like, you know, it's it's the ancient thing of, like, there is an afterlife. It's not like there was a heaven and hell per se. It was just that, you know, once you die, you go to the realm of the dead. Mm-hmm. And then it was, oh yeah, I I almost forgot it was really fucked up. He goes to save her and she's like, I have to go request permission to be freed and return home. So, because she ate of the foods of hell. So she was like, you know, while I'm talking to the spirits, don't look on me or I'll be punished. So he waits and he waits and he waits and he waits for like hours and hours and hours. And finally he loses patience and he opens the gates and looks in and she's just like immediately eaten alive by maggots. Isn't that kind of like the Orpheus story? Um, r- refresh me on the Orpheus story. Where Orpheus goes to hell to rescue his bride uh, and, uh, or is his like wife or whatever, and it's like, okay, but um, it's like you you can walk her out of hell, but uh, you can't you can't look at her. If you look at her before you get her out of hell, then. Um, then, you know, she'll be doomed to stay there forever. And as they're walking out of hell, he's holding her hand and uh, and they're walking out and he's not sure or he's he's not sure if he's really holding her hand or if it's a trick or whatever. And then at the last minute, he turns and looks at her <laughs> and she's immediately like sucked back down to hell. Wow. Yeah. So I guess I guess they are like pretty closely related, but there is a lot of overlap in ancient mythologies. There's a there's a really cool um, Sandman, uh, the Dreaming Sandman, the DC uh, yeah. game thing. Uh, there's a, a, a one shot book about Orpheus because Orpheus is the son of Morpheus, if I remember correctly from the book. Anyway, and uh, something about him not being able to die, and uh, and it actually set up this whole thing to what caused Morpheus's death with some people that decided they were going to kill him, um, and. Uh, because, you know, Neil Gaiman had apparently like the entire Sandman story like plotted out for, you know, for forever. Yeah. Um, it's like the entire thing. But anyway, so um, if I remember correctly, Orpheus was his son and he, whatever happened to him, he was just a head. He was just a living head and he wanted to die. And so uh, Morpheus kills him. And... Uh, then later on, there was a, a lady that did something or whatever, and, and Morpheus ended up taking her child away, or she thought that he was responsible or somewhat. And uh, being he was you know, the god of dreaming, uh, he wasn't allowed to be killed or something. I, you have to remember, I didn't read all of Sandman, and, right, right. and it's been like a long time since I, that I know this part. But anyway, um, 
he because he killed his son who was like a god or a son of a god or whatever and that wasn't supposed to be allowed even though it was a mercy killing then they allowed this person to get a weapon that could kill him or allowed them to kill him yeah. not in this woman not knowing that she was actually being set up by like oh he did this to you so you actually she thought she had a, a, a right to revenge but she didn't yeah and all that stuff but I, I just remember I had the one the issue where he he kills Orpheus and he was like hey, what's wrong son you don't like just being ahead, you know? It sucks. <laughs> Guess you should have quit when you were ahead. Isn't that the chop poker thing, or what is that? Hmm? That whole joke. The chop poker? I mean, the, no, the, the, you should have quit when you were ahead. The The version of it I know is that, like, uh, he, he's, like, taking care of his son, and his son is just ahead. And when his son turns 21, he takes him to a bar. Oh, okay. And so, like, when he, like, takes a drink of alcohol for the first time, he, like, sprouts a torso, and everybody starts cheering, and they're like, give him more! And so, like, he gives him another shot, and he, like, sprouts arms, and then everybody's just like, keep going, keep going! So, just, like, he keeps pouring alcohol into him, and he keeps growing a full body. <clears throat> and by the time he has an entire body, he's just, like, completely drunk off his ass. So, he, like, runs out in the streets dancing and gets run over by a truck and killed, and the bartender goes, he should have quit when he was ahead. That's bad. That's a really bad joke. But it's much better if you take a really long time to tell it and just do, like, this full, like, backstory to it and all that. Oh, wait, I remember you told me that back when I... Because I told you the loop maker joke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's a really bad joke. I like that this guy has the same tattoo as his shirt logo. Yeah. That's branding for you. <laughs> I'm an Instagram influencer. <laughs> oh, so where are we at right now? Uh, we we are 48 minutes in, but we had that little break partway through, so I'd say we're like 40 minutes in. Question so, mark. Um, break. 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 No, wait, sorry. <clears throat> oh, sir, can you need a lozenge? <laughs> no, I'm good. Oh, we're not I'm doing good. that bit again? I'm good. <laughs> nope. Hey, everyone, we're back. Ah, uh, yep. Um, Thought you could get rid of us, but we don't go down that easily. So, what what shall we talk about in the second half? Because um, we spent the first half discussing how we have absolutely no knowledge of mythology or gods. Well, you had more knowledge than I did. I was uh, just a very cursory <laughs> glance. And I'm sure that, like, what I said was grossly inaccurate. So I'm sure there are people who have, like, studied history who are just, like, dying to set me straight. Joke's on them. I don't read the comments. <laughs> <laughs> And if that's what they really want to do is like, I just can't wait till he says them. I can just correct him on it. Like, <laughs> wow, your life is really bad. <laughs> um, I, I flatter myself. There's not people out there trying to correct me that frequently. <laughs> hey, you know what? I was just thinking. And um, we were talking about possibly going to a con. Um, a coming up con. There was going to be someone there. Yeah. If, if, instead of taking a book from the sign, I think I would take a... Uh, Take a, a swiper from Dora the Explorer action figure and ask him to sign that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess we should provide some context. Nope. No, we are not. Well, we don't have to drop names. But, 
But no, there, there is an artist attending one of these cons that we're looking at who is notorious for swiping, which for those who aren't really into comics should probably be explained that like when you swipe, you're not tracing per se, but you're like looking at an image and copying it as closely as you can. Um, and it's not, it's not like an, like an homage. You've seen that like hundreds of times. I mean, yeah, yeah. where you've seen someone do like, like an homage to like the uh, action comics. Number one, Superman, like slamming the right, car into the right. fountain. Um, which really on Superman's part is a dick move. If you pick the car up, <laughs> you can just set it down. Um, you can even lay it on his side, but to pick it up and slam it into a fountain, be like, I stopped you. I'm like, oh, dude, you're an ass. We, we, we do still have to, um, we do we do still have to write that bit for uh, for douchebag Superman. Oh yeah, <laughs> we have so many bits we have to write. Like, oh, we gotta do this one. We gotta do that one. Yeah, I smashed your car. What are you gonna do? Hit me? Mm-hmm. I'm Superman, bitch. Yeah, throw a punch. Bullets oh. bounce off my chest, motherfucker. <laughs> like, like, see, did you, did you not catch the super before the man part? <laughs> Superman. Yeah, I hit a girl. I'm a rock star, bitch. I guess I say, can you fly? I can fly. <laughs> can you run faster than a locomotive? I can. Can you throw a motherfucker across the sky like this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, look. You just left a tall building to see a bow. Guess you're a superhero. Can you catch that motherfucker before he hits the ground? <laughs> you can't? Oh, shit, me neither. <laughs> 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 but yes, I know this, this guy was notorious for like basically every single one of his books having like multiple swipes of other artists. And like, it, it's basically just a situation of like, huh, I need to draw somebody holding a baseball bat, but instead of looking up photo reference so I can understand the underlying muscle structure, I'm just going to find another artist who already drew somebody holding a baseball bat. Or just something, somebody holding something in their hand, and I'll just draw a baseball bat in there. I've right, like, yeah. copied everything they've done, including like the shading and crosshatching. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we saw him like rip off crosshatching on like somebody's face and stuff. But yeah, it's like, oh, you know, here's somebody holding an umbrella, but I'll just make it a baseball bat. It's convincing enough. So, uh, so yes. So, apparently Turk wants to antagonize this poor man. I did not say that. I said, if we were to go, as opposed <laughs> to getting him to sign, like, you know, a particular thing, then get him to sign that. <laughs> I could see that. Um, I would just, like, bring copies of all the books that he swiped from. <laughs> there's a, uh, there is a, uh, an artist, um, uh, that a lot of people don't like. I used to like their work back in the day, but as I've seen more of their recent stuff, and I know it sounds kind of bad, but like, well, now that I know that they're swiping, and they're even like swiping from themselves, like I don't <laughs> like their work as much. But it's not even that's not even really the reason. It's because their work has lost any like where it used to be really kind of like dynamic and and had some structure to it. Now it just looks stiff and posed. Right. And. Uh, and from what I've been told and the references that I've seen online, they use a lot of, uh, like, they'll use, uh, like, uh, swimsuit magazines mm-hmm. for, like, women and stuff. Um, <laughs> and and they've shown, like, oh, here's this, this, like, famous swimsuit model here. And then here's this character they've drawn there. They've even taken some of their, like, poses from other, like, books they've done yeah. and then use that exact same pose. <laughs> Uh, and that's yeah. and everything. Um, I, I don't like an artist cannibalizing themselves, but I really can't fault them for using photo reference because a lot of the great photorealists would do that. Well, it's one thing I think to use photo reference, but when you're kind of 
copying the exact same thing and yeah. and and it doesn't it doesn't really fit the scene right yeah nah. and and because of that a lot of their characters like their looks will change yeah from, that i don't like right from picture because because that, like i'm not drawing this person's actual image i'm drawing this photo reference right, here right but then they'll also use uh from from what i've seen They'll also use uh, a lot of adult magazines or adult <laughs> movies. So there's like, a, you know, because they're like, hey, the way they drew this person looks an awful lot like this actress here. <laughs> or like, look, here's this this image of this person from like a like a Playboy magazine. And it's like, and now look at this person they drew here. They're, the pose is identical. Um, it's that's like, kind of cringe. Yeah. That, that's just wow. somebody who is like using their art as an excuse to look at porn all day. <laughs> no, no, this is for reference. Mom! <laughs> Mom, do research! That being said, though, there is a particular person that probably could have used that before they drew like a really bad, like, like undersea tapeworm dick. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Oh, like everyone knows who we're talking about. <laughs> oh, God, that's, that was so horrible. This, he, he could have benefited from all the fetishists on Twitter just being like, send foot pics, please. <laughs> did, I, did I tell you about that? No. That um, the Game Grumps were doing, a, were like doing some posting on Reddit and uh, some guy was like, are you really Danny Sexbank from Ninja Sex Party? And Danny was like, yes, I am. And his only response was, send foot pics, please. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's pretty bad. That's great. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I, I do not understand foot fetishes. I don't, uh... Yeah, I don't, I don't... I don't get it. Um, like, what is it? I, I've seen people that have had like, you know, it's like, oh, you've got cute feet, but that's as far as it goes. I mean, it's like it's like saying, oh, she's got cute ears. I, right, I have yeah. no way attracted to it. You're like, oh man, I'm gonna rub my junk up against her ears. I mean, <laughs> uh, like, no, that that's never been something I can I can say. Oh yeah, those are cute because like, oh hey, look, you know. She doesn't like. She actually have toenails, or you know, she doesn't have like her like her her baby toe is longer than the rest of her toes. Like yeah, they they look like I would expect, or like no, she's not into Japanese foot binding, or you know whatever it is. Like uh, that's that makes sense. I, I can just say that it's cute, but yeah, like being having like a sexual thing to feet. I just that, I don't get. Well, if we ever get Tarantino on the show, we'll ask him about it. You know, calling calling that out is not gonna actually get Tarantino to appear on the show. <laughs> oh shit! I'll I'll edit that out. <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> you never do. I never do. <laughs> uh, you know, just just stop with the lies. Right? <laughs> I, I, just right now, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna call uh, a, ca- a death of Captain Marvel and just wave my hand over you and be like, I no longer need the illusion. <laughs> Oh. You're you're. <laughs> I'm jeopardizing our entire careers, podcasters. Yes, pretty much. <laughs> In anything that somebody does that that you're like, oh, I'm, let me call attention to that. <laughs> 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 
I hear this guy's a real sick, nasty freak. We should ask him about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, Dad, yeah, Dad, please don't. <laughs> there I go, jeopardizing our career again. <laughs> I just can't stop jeopardizing our career and sending us back. Well, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm not talking about, like, ridiculing him and making fun of him like a furry. I'm just saying, you know, I, I genuinely want to understand, you know, what is it specifically about feet that it's just like, hell yeah. As, as opposed to asking you about, you know, where he gets his ideas from, his stories, or whatever. He gets like, those like, questions all the time. Yeah, but I haven't heard them. I haven't asked him that. Well, I mean, we can ask that, too. It's not It's not like it's going to be, today's podcast, we're going to ask Quentin Tarantino one question. Well, it is, because after you ask that question, there is no more questions being asked. <laughs> we can it. save that one for last. You know, because he's going to know what's coming. He's going to be like, this, this, <laughs> let's just get it out of the way. Go ahead and ask, ask me about the Okay, I will say this, though, about the feet thing, is if, if in fact, he does have a thing for feet... Are um, you saying if to if Quentin Tarantino has a thing for feet? Yeah. Really? If he has a thing for feet, yes. Really? I'm out there. I, you know, I don't know. I've never, I've never <laughs> read his thoughts. He's never, like, written a confession to me, but, like, you know, dear Turk 182. <laughs> I know we don't know each other that well, so I feel comfortable in telling you this, uh, like, perks of being a wallflower. It's like, I'm going to write these letters to you because you don't really know me. I'm going to tell you who I am. Um, but, so, yeah. Dear Turk, you still ain't wrote back yet. <laughs> <laughs> I made all these movies and you still ain't called. <laughs> 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 like, yeah, I'm so sorry. I haven't, I haven't written back or anything. I hope you don't do something stupid like make a bad movie. Because I'll still get the chance and watch this one movie. It's called Venom. And I don't know who made it, but oh shit, it was you. <laughs> uh, no. So, but I was going to say, as far as camera angles go, the the way he puts the camera to follow the 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 movement of the feet and all that kind of stuff, um, which normally people only do that for certain types of shots like stealth shots or something like that, mm-hmm. or maybe an establishing shot of like the the shoes to then like oh this is a wealthy person or oh it's a combat boot or whatever so this person's up to no good or well it's a tennis shoe so you know it's got to be a young guy or you know high heels and then you know it's a man in drag or whatever it is. <laughs> He does it just as a way of following the movement of the character, mm-hmm. and and that's interesting. I, I don't I don't dislike his his use of like foot shots or anything. Well, I'm not saying that it's a dislike. There's... I'm just saying that the, if if indeed he has a fetish, that <laughs> that being <laughs> okay, we we him him using that, um, like oh, I'm gonna follow the feet because I like feet, but then it <laughs> it it actually has a a. a a cinematic, like, direction to it. How's that? You know, like, the whole thing uh, in From Dust Till Dawn where she, like, sticks her feet right in his mouth and pours whiskey down it, you know? Yeah. Ooh, okay, we've talked about this on the game bar as far as furries go. This is really not helping our chances of getting Tarantino on the show, but... Um, I'm not saying anything. You know? But, like, I mean, we've talked... like, yes, you can interview me, but get that other fucker out <laughs> of here. <laughs> we've talked about this, that, like, okay, you shit your pants and you can write that off one time as an accident, but like three times, starting to think that's not an accident. <laughs> you know, you. But the burritos are so good. It's like you know, okay, one, one time it's an accident, twice is a coincidence, three times, and you got a fetish right there. So, 
you know, these these nice long lingering shots on sexy women's bare feet in all of his movies. I don't I don't think that's a coincidence. I don't think that's an if. And I don't I'm not saying there's any shame in Tarantino having a foot fetish. He's kind, of, kind of sounds like you're tossing some shame his way. No, just because I equated it with scat and furries doesn't mean I'm saying it's the same thing. Oh, okay, well, good. <laughs> good. No, it's totally different. Me, I thought you were making him walk down a soul train line of like, people ringing bells. <laughs> just because I'm kink shaming doesn't mean <laughs> that I got a problem with it. It's just that kink shaming is my kink. Oh, you get off shaming other people for, for having a kink? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like, ew. You... case of uh, someone who's like, comfortable with their own sexuality. <laughs> ew, you like choking? Gross. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> so, all, all you people trying to call me out for kink shaming, all you're doing is kink shaming me, so there. Checkmate, motherfuckers. <laughs> you know what's, what, what's, what's the worst about that is, <laughs> is when you kink shame someone uh, and then for something that you like, you know, that, it, you're like, it's like, oh man, it's like, like, like those people, you know, that are, that are really big into like, you know, like peeping Toms, or, you know, it's like, and then the person likes like, yeah, I like, I like spying on people occasionally and you're like. Oh shit! We, you, you, and I could have some really good conversations. <laughs> but now I've set it up to where I don't like that, but secretly I do. So now I'm just like, oh, now we can never talk about that. We may like just look like a complete asshole. I'm like, well, I kind of like it too. And you don't. No, I really do. I just said that. Hey, I don't want to be associated with someone that 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 you know can't be comfortable with their own kinks. Okay. You know, just leave me out of it. I'm gonna go over to this window here. <laughs> Oh, good stuff. So I guess what the all the, the moral of the story is people just be yourself. Yeah. Just be yourselves. You know, you you wanna dress up in a fursuit and fantasize about Lola Bunny, go for it. Yeah. And if I want to shame you for it, then just just let me have it. <laughs> I'll okay. be done in a minute. I'll say this though. If we went to a to a, a furry like convention or whatever, if we could do the American Dad thing where I could dress up as a car and run over the other furries, <laughs> I would do that. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't dress up in a furry suit. I wouldn't do all that stuff. But if I could dress up in a car and be like, and people be like, "Oh, run me over," I would do that. I wouldn't take any like pleasure from it. But yes, I would do it because I think that would be awesome. Did you see the guy who uh, was in a sexual relationship with this car? No. Pretty sure it was on my strange addiction, which I I don't really care for, just because there's like something. You don't care for your strange addiction. I don't care for the show, my strange oh, addiction. Okay. My strange addiction is kink shaming people, so <laughs> I'm totally into that. That's hot. But uh, no, it's it's that show, my strange addiction, which I'm not a fan of because you just like watch people eat broken glass and like drink paint. It's like what the fuck is wrong with you? This is how evolution happens. I watch something once on like sixty minutes, or whatever, for these people that ate dirt. <laughs> yeah, in, yeah, in I've the seen South. that. And like, of course, and, it's like, the deep, deep in the south, there'd be uh, like these like little convenience stores that would sell like bags or like little like bricks or blocks of dirt. <laughs> and they're like, "Oh yeah, I like this. Uh, I really like more of like the red clay dirt. That's really good." And they, these people here over here have the best dirt. I'm like, "It's fucking dirt. You're this dirt. This is how natural selection happens." But uh, but yeah, no. This this is just this guy who's like, 
Hi there, my, my name is Schmuck Buckley, and uh, I'm in a sexual relationship with my car. And then the camera just, like, pans over, and he's, like, draped across the hood, kissing it seductively. <laughs> ah. then, then he, like, slowly starts sliding underneath the car. <laughs> it's great. But then the best part of that of that segment is that he tells his dad. <laughs> he's like, he's like, no. Now today is the day that I'm going to reveal to my dad that I'm having a relationship with my car. <laughs> he just like sits down with his dad. He's like, "Dad, you know my car. Well, I'm I'm having a relationship with her, and it is a sexual relationship." And the dad just like stares at him and gets this dead look in his eyes. <laughs> like, there's no goddamn way you're my child. <laughs> wow, it's great. We need to find that. <laughs> uh, that's that's that is too much. That really is. <laughs> Oh man! Oh wow, that's um, that's that's quite something. <laughs> you, so, what, what? How did this church feel about that? I don't know if he was in a church. Oh, I guess that makes sense. I just I can't imagine him being okay with that because you know obviously if he's having if if he's in a sec, in a relationship with his car and it's a sexual relationship, then you know he he could only have sex with it through the tailpipe and that's technically butt stuff and, and generally the church frowns upon that generally yeah. I mean you can you can call it you know you can you can say well it's a girl car but you know yeah let's be honest here yeah that would you know I think the church would frown upon it more because they would view it as a form of masturbation yeah because uh, just speaking off of my experience, I have yet to encounter a church that's like okay with masturbation. Yeah, you went to that conversion camp to uh, to get to get clear of your your auto erotic eroticism, <laughs> right? You're like, you do not like cars. Having sex with a car is against God's plan. And you're like, I'll fuck a car if I want to. This is who I am. You see, I can't answer that because if I say yes, that means I did go to the conversion camp. And if I say no, it means I didn't go to the conversion camp. It doesn't address the fact that I don't have a sexual attraction to cars. <laughs> Dude, I mean, you're my friend. I'll, I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll love you for whatever and whoever you are. But I know the other day we were we were going down the road and it was that truck with the monster tires and you just went. No, oh. <laughs> oh, that was. And then I, then I remember for because I, I, I was I didn't realize at the time that was because it, it had mud flaps with the naked lady on it. Yeah, sure. Because I remember at the time you said something and I didn't it didn't make sense to me why you said it and I was just like oh, okay well he's just rapping because he does oh, that because I said room room daddy likes no we <laughs> it, it, it was a the truck had the monster truck tires and I remember you you started you, under your breath you went like. I like him round and big. And when I'm doing, I'm like, oh, he's just singing Sir Mix a lot. Who doesn't just sing Sir Mix a lot? But now it's all starting to make sense. It's all coming together. <sighs> sure. <laughs> yeah. I would be quicker to admit a sexual attraction to Lola Bunny than I would to vehicles. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of torn. Like, like on one hand, yeah, I can see that. That makes perfect sense. Like, <laughs> why, you know, um, why not, you know, uh, Lola Bunny? Because at least she's, you know, humanoid. Yeah. But 
And then at the same time, it's like, yeah, but... Yeah, nah, I don't. Uh, I, I, I would just be like, nope, you know what? I, uh, I'm asexual. I don't... Uh, <laughs> No, don't, 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 uh, I like women in cars, um, and I like, you know, only time, I only time I, now, I would find Lola Bunny attractive if I had been, like, rubbing down on some, like, uh, D, uh, D387, or G387, <laughs> then I'd be all about me some Lola Bunny, and I'd be like, yep, I just can't get enough, but if, if, if that wasn't it, then nope. I mean, I always have my D three eighty seven. Wash it down with some nice Soylent Green. Oh God, man, Soylent Green—that's delicious. Yeah, I'm so glad they changed the recipe. Did they? They said they did. <laughs> I hope they weren't lying. I hope not. If not, if they are, we'll just switch over to Soylent White. Oh yeah. Where are we at now? What are we doing? Uh, <laughs> wasting our lives. <laughs> <laughs> Actually. <laughs> If there's people listening to this, we're wasting their lives. <laughs> we're wasting multiple lives. Um, we are actually at an hour and eleven minutes. So given given the phone break time, I think we're we're past our mark. So, what? That, don't don't say it like that because then it makes it seem like like we're just like padding it out like a Stephen King novel. <laughs> like, yeah, we just gotta. We didn't really have anything to say here, so we're just killing time till we hit the hour mark, and we're good. Yeah, it's a podcast. <laughs> I mean, we could we could keep going, but I mean. No, I mean it, it's pretty ideal to shoot for an hour. So yeah, I think it's good. Yeah, plus uh, I had that had that problem the other day trying to like load up our podcast where we we said we had like an hour we're gonna break for an ad and there was no ad because <laughs> I think we went over on the amount of time that we could take for the podcast length. Yeah, and it was like yeah no if you're gonna add a you're gonna add uh, like a an ad in here then you're not gonna be able to add the next like half hour of your and then I was like oh. Uh, uh. Yeah, yeah, so... Which yeah. is pretty rare for us to go, like, an hour and a half, but... Anyway, yeah, so, uh, hey, thanks, everybody, for giving us a listen. Yep, um, and uh, we're going to talk about something really cool next. I don't want to say what it is, because we have a tendency to, like, uh, like load, load, these, <laughs> load these things out of order. Um, uh, so... So I don't want to be like, hey, coming up next, and then you won't hear that for like a month. Be like, I thought that was going to be next. But didn't the movie lie? So, uh, so yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're going to have something really cool coming up next. Um, so stay tuned. And, uh, yeah, just uh, keep doing what you're doing, baby, because we love you. Later, y'all. All right there, folks, that was Our Moms Think We're Funny. Let's, uh, let's give them a hand.